0: Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And our friend Ryan is joining us again. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thanks for having me. In today's episode, we're talking about The Green Knight, and Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it. This is based off of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which was
1: written by Anonymous centuries ago. (laughs) It's uh, sort of a uh, King Arthur legend story, uh, you know, King Arthur and his round table. So this is uh, about one of those knights, although he's not a knight in this movie, uh, but it's Gawain, played by Dev Patel. And this takes place in the 14th century, and he is the nephew of King Arthur and has not really done much with his life so far. He goes out and gets drunk and uh, copulates. <laughs> and, yeah, and then one on Christmas Day, actually, uh a Green Knight is summoned and appears uh, in the room with uh, King Arthur and his and his uh, knights and challenges them and Gawain takes up the challenge and beheads the Green Knight and the Green Knight isn't dead he picks up <laughs> his head and says okay, a year from now uh, you have to come to me and let me do the same thing to you mm-hmm. so the movie is about uh Gawain's journey to the green knight a year later Uh, and so yeah that's your setup (laughs) Uh, ryan what did you think
2: so um i have been looking forward to seeing the green knight for i think over a year now because it was supposed to come out in 2020 and then it got completely taken off um the uh table um it got shelved because of covid and then finally a24 released to theaters this year and um i thought it was just a a brilliant movie um it was very um haunting and also very poetic at the same time i thought uh dev patel uh, is probably some of the best work that i've seen him do he's a a great actor Um, i'm a big fan of um david lowry's um, filmography um with uh, ghost story, Pete's Dragon, um, and Body Saints. Um, they're all just uh, very good movies and he's kind of um he's known, but he's also not really known at the same time as a director. He can be a bit underrated, um, I feel like. Um, you know, he's not doesn't have like the high name like a, like a Tarantino or something like that. somebody would recognize him off the street. Um, but he makes really solid movies. Um, I was very absorbed, uh, very absorbed into, uh, this movie. Um, Lowry did a very, um, unique way of telling it by focusing more on what I would say like a, as a visual, uh, narrative, um, did visual storytelling, um, through cinematography, through the camera work kind of moved you along through, um, the story, which was really neat. Um, it's definitely a movie that's not going to be for everybody. And I completely understand that, but um, I had a great time and I I loved every minute of it.
0: Yeah. I really love this movie too. I think it's probably my favorite movie so far this year. Um, At the same time, like you said, I realize it's probably not for everybody because it is kind of slow or as we like to say, deliberately paced. Um, And it is very, it is weird. And so, if you're not really open to that experience, um, you may be kind of befuddled by it. And well, I think you're supposed to be befuddled by it, but you may not enjoy it. Um, I, however, love slow and weird, so I, I liked the movie quite a bit. Um, there are visually, the movie is is amazing. There are images and scenes that I will that I will never forget. They're so arresting and unusual and different, and just things I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, the visually the, the movie is stunning. Um but I, I, I thought, you know, on an emotional level it, it it reached me too, and I think a lot of that is owed to Dev Patel's performance. And you know, I've seen him in a lot of things over the years. He's still I don't know, I don't know how old he is. He still to me seems like a young actor, but he's been in a lot of things. He's Seventy. <laughs> Stop I was it. Sorry. But this is really the first time that I was really wowed by him. And I think his performance is really, really great and really um, elevates the, the, the emotional level of the, of the film. Um, yeah, you know, it has that feel of an ancient myth to it. It has this feel of being grounded in reality but also fantastical at the same time. Um, it just really conjures this wonderful mood and is very transporting. And yeah.
1: Loved it. I agree with all of that. <laughs> everything you both have said. Uh, I want to mention the cinematographer is uh, Andrew Droz Palermo and the movie is just beautiful. Great. It is, it's, <laughs> I say this mildly tongue in cheek, but I say it very seriously, actually. it It, it is, it is cinema. <laughs> um, this is one of those movies when I saw it at the theater, I, I said to myself, "Like, yeah, this this is this is what I go to the movies for." The, you know, it, it, I mean, the story works for me, but just the visuals um, are great. You know, it's a lot of fog and mist, uh, but also the visuals. It's weird to say this, but the visuals amidst that like really pop, um, and and they're varied, and uh, what you know, Galvin comes across and what he sees um and it's also an interesting look at a century in England that's from centuries ago i mean obviously they filmed it you know <laughs> recently but um you know you, the forest is super creepy um you know there's some there's there's been movies before that want to make a forest look scary and you know i mean sometimes they they do okay sometimes not this movie really creeps you out when it's in the forest. And yet, it's all very grounded and all very real in how it's presented, in, a, in a, at least in, in the basic sense. And um, the the open fields, you know, that are on the journey, um, it's just... It's just... Uh, it, it makes you really think like you are transported back to 14th century England. Um, and obviously, the movie does take um, some more mystical turns that are a little less grounded. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's that's fine, too. Uh, but I really like this movie. It's probably my second favorite of the year so far, <laughs> with the possibility of becoming the first. And, of course, we have several months to go still. But the only thing I will mention is that the little bit toward the end, it lost me a little. And, um, you know, we won't do spoilers here, but, you know, Joel Edgerton is in the movie. And his scenes, or the scenes that take place where he's at, lost me a little. Um, I, f- I don't know the pacing of this. And again, Ashley's right. It's it's a deliberately paced <laughs> film. That said, the scenes with Joel Edgerton's character's uh, place are very. I don't know the pacing to me lost a little bit of something. Mm-hmm. And um, Alicia Vikander is in this movie we should mention, and she plays two different roles, and one of them is is with Joel Edgerton. And uh, her character gives a big speech at one point, and that lost me. And I read afterwards an interview with David Lowry, the, the director, who said that, you know, that was kind of him talking through the character. And now, when I read that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, all right. Because I'm not a huge fan of when I can tell, like, a filmmaker speaking through the character Mm. and I become conscious of it. Mm. Um, But aside from that, I was, uh, I was really impressed with it.
2: Yeah. And I know we've, we've mentioned that um, it does have a bit of a slower pace, but it's deliberate in that sense. But I think, and it just comes down to the execution and the craft of Lowry that I never felt bored. Um, I always felt, engaged with this movie um just from the you know from the very first shot to the last i was i was in the movie um and i mean that that's that's what cinema is you want to you want to escape you want to feel like you're there and you and i felt like this is the type of movie that i could feel like i was going through that that journey with with patel Um, i'm glad that you mentioned um joel Egerton and alicia vikander and um they're all did a wonderful job in this movie um and uh, um, uh, Barry Cogan as well. Um, I won't say what um, he plays, but he, he does a very unique uh, role in the movie, and he's a, he's a good actor. Um, there was a uh, a scene, and I won't say where, but there's there's a montage in this film that just really left me feeling in awe, um, and I, it's probably one of the best montages I've seen um, in a movie in recent years. Um, Parasite was another good example, having a really solid montage sequence um, that just really captured the story and it pushed it in a, in a direction I wasn't expecting. And that's what this movie did. And it, and it really um, took me in and I, I, I was just kind of left in awe after seeing that, that montage sequence, but um, visually it was, it was there uh, that the narrative was all there and, and um, I, I was just um, very entertained all the way through. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's a, uh, it's a kind of a work of art is kind of how I would like probably describe it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would too. I was in enthralled the whole time um, despite it being, you know, slow in, in, in places. Um, and the, the movie maybe has, kind of an episodic feel to it which might throw some people off I, um, but I think that's kind of just the nature of this type of story, this quest story where, you know, as your hero travels to wherever they're going, they encounter different people and have different adventures. Um, that's essentially what this movie is so it does kind of have an episodic feel and I think that kind of adds to this dreamlike quality that, that the movie has as a whole. Um, I also really liked Of the how much nature plays a role. Um, You know, you mentioned the woods. The green man himself seems very much part of nature. Um, He kind of reminded me of the mythical green man that you see sometimes in in folklore. Um, So, yeah, there's just so much to love about this movie, and it's one of those movies that leaves you pondering and leaves you talking. And I love those because, you know, Matt and I, after we saw the movie for the next couple of days, we just kept asking each other questions about the movie. Like, what did this mean? Um, What do you think about this? And I just love movies that, Mm -hmm. you know, keep you you engaged even after the movie's over. Yeah, this rattled around in my head for a good couple of days at least.
1: I'm glad... So Ashley's smarter than I am. So he had to explain... (laughs) Some things to me, uh, I, I, when the movie ended right away, um, I was a little befuddled, but you know, it all it took was a good car ride home <laughs> with me asking some questions and he, he illuminated some things. And then I was like, okay, I get it. Um, and again, I'm not going to do a spoiler here, but I will say the very last moment of this
2: movie,
1: mm. um, I took literally and Ashley did not. So mm. that will impact that could impact maybe how you view certain things or part of the movie itself. I don't know. Um, so Ryan, what do you give this out of 10?
2: Um, I would give it an 8.8. 8. Um, it's a, just a great piece of filmmaking um, from the acting to the directing cinematography I will say this um, I, I left the theater before I realized it um, there is a post credit scene um, and I did not know that um, I found that out on Twitter so if you do go see this in, in the theaters make sure you stay through the credits because there is a, a post credit scene um, that you don't want to miss um, but yeah this this was a, a, a great movie
1: Alright Ashley what do you give it? Um, a 9. Yeah, I give it a, a 9 as well. So our score is an 8.9, and it is on the tomato meter. Now, this is a split audience movie. Mm-hmm. Like, so the critics give it an 88% certified fresh. Audiences give it kind of a overturned popcorn basket of <laughs> 53%. Um, given some of the reactions I've seen on Twitter, I am not surprised at this. Because the reactions I've seen have been people either are saying, like, this is greatest thing since sliced bread (laughs) or, my God, what did I just watch? (laughs) Uh, So this is definitely one of those your mileage may vary. Um, But I I recommend it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I recommend it with the asterisk that uh, you may not like it. (laughs) So, yeah, that's The Green Knight. Ryan, thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening.